Hey guys, it's Michelle. Welcome to the Simply Intuitive Podcast, where I am talking all things intuitive eating and simplifying health and wellness for you. Today, I am talking about running and run culture. I wanted to just talk. Obviously, that's why I started a podcast, because I wanted to just talk. But recently, I have been having a lot of thoughts about running. Um, It makes sense. I'm currently training for the New York City Marathon, so there's a lot of running and a lot of thinking about running going on. And I have some beef. Like, not really, but there are a lot of things that I want to talk about related to running culture. And I want to be clear, none of this is to hate on anybody or call anybody out. I'm talking about something that I am a part of. I am literally training for a marathon, posting about it on social media. Like I am doing all of these things. Taylor Swift, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Like, okay, yes. Now that we know that, I'm not calling anybody out. Um, Why I wanted to have this conversation with myself is just to normalize and like validate any frustrations you might be having, any thoughts you might be having, because I see a lot of things that I know through conversations with my clients can be triggering or frustrating or um, annoying. And I want to just say that like, yeah, that's valid. If you're frustrated by this stuff, you're not alone. So let's talk about it. Um, And first I'll share just a bit about my running journey. So I started running. I, I always played sports growing up. I tried out every sport. I played soccer. I tried basketball. I tried volleyball. Um, I was not great at any of them. And in middle school, I was on the track team. And it was really like a social event at that point. You know, I just did it because some friends did it, sprint events. I I truly do not remember a single middle school track meet. Like, did we have them? I don't know. I'll have to ask my parents. I don't know if we actually had meets. I just remember, you know, once or twice running around the soccer field behind our middle school. Like, that is my only memory of middle school track. And I did it just because my friends did. In high school, so at the time, actually, all through middle school, I took tennis lessons, another sport that I was never good at. And I thought I was going to join the tennis team in high school. But then I got to high school and pivoted and I decided to play field hockey. And that was for the best because like, field hockey was my sport. I was better at that than anything else. I enjoyed it, loved it. It was a great time. Um, So I played field hockey in the fall and then... During the spring, I ran track and I did that just to stay in shape for field hockey because I wanted to be ready for the season. Field hockey was a sport I really cared about. And on the track team, my events were high hurdles, long jump, and triple jump. So, really, like the least running that you could possibly do, which is hilarious. I was like, I'm going to stay in shape. And then I just tried to get out of the actual running as much as I possibly could. So, I didn't run that much. And I remember getting to field hockey preseason and running two miles was like the worst day of the whole thing. So that was my relationship with running in high school. And once I got to college, that's when I started doing more of the long distance running. 
My freshman year, I joined the crew team, which was also a curveball. Um, my best friend in high school was on a crew team and my high school didn't have crew rowing. So I was just intrigued and I was like, college, let's like do new fun things. And I joined the team and there were a bunch of other freshmen who joined who had never rowed before. And we had a blast and we were like randomly pretty good and won some races, um, like kind of big ones. I remember I, I got a medal at one of them. We got second place in like a sort of big race. So that was fun. But then by sophomore year, once we were, this was a club sport. So once we were going to be considered like quote unquote varsity, it was kind of just everybody moves up once you're past that one novice year. We all quit. We just like didn't want to take it that seriously. And that's when I started to run more. That is when I trained for my first half marathon. I, I just knew that I liked being active. I always had. And I mean, I am not going to lie. Like I went to college very afraid of the freshman 15. There was so much talk about, oh, you're going to gain weight in college, blah, blah, blah. And I was afraid of that. And I really didn't do anything. Like I didn't diet. I didn't overexercise. Um, so I don't remember, like, was that playing a role in why I wanted to run? But since this was after freshman year, I don't think so. I decided to run for fun. And I remember on campus, if I went, like, from my dorm and jogged off campus across the street and, like, down the main street and then back, that was three miles. And it would take me, like, 30 minutes and I would do that. And like that was, I was like, I am a runner, which like, yes, I was, I'm not discrediting that. So I would do that. And then I got this idea in my head that I wanted to run a half marathon. And I had some friends who actually ran a marathon in college, not until, I don't remember what year, that might not have been until senior year. And I was like, wow, they're crazy. I will never in my life do that. LOL, like laughs while marathon training. Um, So I trained for the half marathon and it was fun to have a goal to work towards. I enjoyed that. I did it all by myself though. Like I never, ever, ever ran with people until literally two years ago because I just thought I'm slow. I like, it's going to be embarrassing. I run my 10 minute miles and I'm happy. And like, I don't want to do this with anybody else. This is me time. And it really was like, I remember There was another loop um, near campus while I was in college where if I went out to like this vineyard and back, that was a six mile loop. And I was like, oh, six miles. Like this is my favorite distance. It takes me an hour. It's a nice like chill decompress time, put on my playlist, have just an hour to zone out and like do me. And I really enjoyed that. So it it was really positive. Um, When I did the half marathon, the funny thing about that is – I trained at school during the semester on roads, had never done a trail run in my life. And this half was in Charlottesville, Virginia, and it was a trail race. And it was so hard. (laughs) I was so unprepared. I literally remember people finished them. It was a half and a full marathon. I'm pretty sure people finished the marathon before my friend and I finished the half. Like it was a mess. So that, um, that was something, but I was so proud that I did it. I was like, wow, I worked towards this goal and I did it. And like, yeah, we were dying, but it was just fun to work towards a goal. And so that's what I've always liked about running is like, I can do it for fun. 
I can just chill and zone out. I can have me time. And if I want to train something, I can like, you know, put my energy towards that and accomplish a goal. And that feels really good. So that is how running has been for me. In the spring of 2021, I moved to New York City. And this was, you know, as the world was opening up post-COVID. And so I was wanting to get involved, meet people, make friends. Um, Still thinking, like, what can I do that's outside and safe? Um, And I joined a running club. And so once I joined the run club, I, like, drank the Kool-Aid, was in it. (laughs) So I moved to New York in April. I joined the running club in July. And by August, I was signed up for the marathon, (laughs) which is nuts. And I, at some point after college saying I'm never going to do that, I decided like, no, a marathon is a bucket list item for me. I would love to do one at one point. Like I want to do one in my lifetime. And so I got the opportunity to run the New York City Marathon through this run club. They had some bibs available. And knowing that it's like a hard thing to get into specifically the New York Marathon, I thought, okay, well, if I have this opportunity, I might as well do it. And once I joined the run club, I was thinking that I would plan to try and run it the following year in 2022. Um, But then I was like, well, this opportunity is literally being put in my lap. Like I have to take it because I don't know when I'll get this again. It's actually hard to get the bib initially and hard to train for the race and hard to run the race. But (laughs) we're just talking about getting in. So I did it. I trained and I loved training for this race. This was like the golden age of Michelle in the run club. Like my whole group of friends was the running club. My life was this running club and just running. I was like so excited to just have this big goal and purpose. And every weekend when I did my long runs and I would be running farther than I'd ever run before, it felt like such an accomplishment. I was just so proud of myself. It was amazing and fun and just like so exciting. Um, I ran the race, struggled so hard. It was actually like a really off day when I actually ran the race. Did not go well, had a really hard time was upset, but like, whatever, this is not about that. Um, (laughs) But the training, I had a really good experience. And so then I was just all in and I decided to run the following year for charity because I also thought at that point, like, okay, at one point I do want to run a marathon for charity. That just feels like something cool to do. So I decided to run for charity. But before I decided, I was just like, so in the running world that I just never stopped. I ran the marathon in November. And then some friends and I went to Martha's Vineyard in February. We signed up for this 20 mile race and I did not end up running the 20 miles. I did. I ended up doing a 10 mile relay, but I didn't even finish the race because I just like, I don't even remember. But I ran the marathon in November. In January, I ran a half marathon in Central Park. In February, I was planning to do this 10-mile race. I went and ran part of that race. Um, in March, I ran another half marathon. I did the New York City half. In May, I ran the Brooklyn half. And I just never stopped. Never stopped. I was also doing the 9 plus 1 program, which if you're not 
familiar. New York Roadrunners, which is like the big running organization in New York, obviously, per the name. Um, they have this program where if you run nine races and volunteer for one in a calendar year, then you get automatic entry. You get guaranteed entry into the following calendar year's marathon. So at this point, I was like, I'm going to run the marathon every year for the rest of my life. Like, I this is my life. I run and I'm going to do this. Um, so that's also why I ran so many races was to do the nine plus one. So I was just constantly running these races and planning to run the marathon again for the second time. And by the time I got to like September of marathon training, I couldn't take it anymore. It was not fun. I was so burned out. My long runs were not going well. I was dreading it. It was not exciting, not fun, not enjoyable, not like anything positive. And I ended up dropping out and deferring to this year. And, you know, I think this is an experience that is not talked about enough because what I did last year just doing all those nonstop races, like that is running culture, especially in New York. And I mean, pros and cons, like it's kind of a love hate thing. There are so many things I love about it. There are endless run clubs and people who love running and, you know, places to go. And it's, it is truly an amazing community and it's intense. It can be a lot. Like, this is what people do, run all the time, race all the time, um, kind of set these arbitrary challenges of like, I'm going to run the whole perimeter of Manhattan. I'm going to run the whole perimeter of this borough. I'm going to run from this place to that place. I'm going to run 18 miles on the weekend when you're not training for something just because. And so the intensity and the extremes become very normalized. And so at the time that I dropped out of the marathon – last year, I felt like a failure because I knew other people do this. Other people run multiple marathons a year. Like, why am I not capable? Why can't I do this? I must not be a real runner if I can't keep up. And that, like, it pains me to say that out loud because it's nonsense. Of course, I'm a real runner. Of course, everybody's a real runner. And I just was so like wrapped up in nothing but running that I thought, okay, this is what I have to do if I want to be a part of this community, if I want to give myself this label, if I want to like say I even like running, (laughs) I have to be trying to do like nothing but marathons nonstop. And that's just nuts. But that's what happens. There are so many people who run multiple marathons per year, are always signing up for marathons. And then once they do the marathon, they're like, okay, time for the ultra. And then once they do an ultra, they're doing an ultra, ultra. I don't even know what comes after that. but Or it's like racing all the time, having to be the fastest, too much talk about paces, um, Strava being like the main form of social media. And I deleted Strava. I logged out of my account, fully deleted it because I just couldn't take it anymore. I was comparing so much, like 
comparing my pace, again, calling myself not a real runner, assuming that people were judging my pace, just all of these negative thoughts. So I deleted it and I'm much happier without it, I will say. Um, But yeah, this whole culture of the marathon is just honestly a lot. It is a lot. And I know there are so many people who never want to run a marathon and that's okay. You don't have to. You can still be a runner if you never run a marathon. You don't, and even if you do want to run a marathon, like you don't have to then go after all six world majors. That's a thing too. And all of these goals, like if it's something you genuinely want, amazing, do it, go for it. I am happy for you. I'm happy for anyone who is pursuing what they want. If you're pursuing something that you just think you have to do, or you're pursuing something just because everybody else does it, that's where it gets kind of hairy. And, you know, I also think social media is making this, um, I was going to say problematic, and maybe that is the right word, because there are all of these running influencers who... It, you know, I wonder, is there now more extreme running going on just for kind of like the stunt of it? And so people doing these crazy challenges just to post it on social media. And every single running event has a professional photographer so that they can get the content so that they can post it. And again, like, not hating. I have been to running events that have professional photographers and I have posted those photos of myself. Like I'm part of it. I get it. I really just want us all to question, um, why are we doing this? (laughs) Why are we pushing our bodies to those extremes, right? Like, do you have to run a hundred miles just because you saw someone on TikTok do it? Do you have to start a relay running from this place to that place just because someone on TikTok did it. Um, If you don't want to, then don't. If you do want to, then do it. Great. Like, you know, I so enjoyed that first round of marathon training that like, yeah, if this is something you love, I want you to do it. And this year, so going back to kind of my experience last year with the marathon and dropping out, This year I am running the marathon and it has been such a different experience because I really haven't raced this year. I started the year just knowing, okay, I'm not going to do much until I'm training for the marathon. And I decided I wasn't going to do the nine plus one program, which was great because then I didn't have that pressure to be running these races every single weekend. So I didn't run much in the beginning of the year, like January, because also in December, I think of last year, I got COVID. And so it took a while to recover from that and really feel like I was back at it. And then like end of January, February, um, I was really enjoying running again. And then I started to miss the challenge of working towards something. So I did sign up for a half in April and I enjoyed that. I was like, oh, yes, this is fun. I have this goal to work towards. And I did. And I ran that half. Um, and then I didn't race. So the only other two races I signed up for were there's a Pride 5K 
is it a 5k or a four miler four mile whatever there's a pride run in new york that is always so much fun so i knew i wanted to do that one because it's just such like fun energy and then there's the women's mini 10k which is also such fun energy i think there should be more all women races so i signed up for that one and i ended up being away that weekend so i was bummed to miss it um but other than that i didn't race and i've just been like going to run clubs for fun for the social aspect running for fun and i did not follow any sort of training plan until i started marathon training and this cycle has been so much more enjoyable and i'm back to feeling like every long run is such an accomplishment again you know and it's not just like oh, this is the norm another weekend another long run i have to do this it is i will admit at this point it's a little nerve-wracking because i'm like oh my god you know getting to those peak weeks i'm like can i really run 18 miles i don't know that's crazy that's a lot um but it's exciting and fun and so i just hope it stays that way through these peak weeks and I'm going to work to make sure it does by taking rest. And so, you know, that's another thing, like even, well, I shouldn't say even, especially during marathon season when it seems like everyone is marathon training and a lot of people are running multiple marathons doing, you know, Berlin in September and then New York in uh, November and Chicago in October, all these things. Everybody's talking about it. And everybody's running more and more and more and more. And because people are on different schedules, you can see somebody running 20 miles when you're running 10 and you're like, oh my God, should I be doing 20? Am I not running enough? There's so much comparison that can happen. And especially if you're on Strava, you can see, oh my gosh, well, this person, you might not know that like, oh, they're having to finagle their schedule and do their long run on a different day because of a wedding over the weekend or whatever. But all of a sudden you just see, oh my God, they ran 15 miles on a Wednesday? What? Should I be running 15 miles on a Wednesday at 5 a.m. before work? I just can't do that. And, you know, even then people who are not training for something get caught up in it. And suddenly everybody's running at 5 a.m. and they're doing 10 miles. And every run that you're going to, it's like somebody is running to get there and somebody's running to go home and everybody's adding more on top of what already is a lot. And you don't have to do it. You are not any less if you don't do it. You can be strong and capable and athletic and fit without doing the most, without doing what everybody else is doing. It does not serve you. In fact, the way to not be strong and fit is to focus on doing what everybody else is doing because that takes your focus outside of your own body. And if you're not focused on your body, you're not going to be dialed into your sleep and nutrition, hunger and fullness and energy levels and all of the things that are really, really necessary for, you know, staying fit and strong and healthy. And I think that might be all I have to say. <laughs> like, how much can I ramble about this? Um, yeah, I just wanted to put this out there because it is an intense time, this marathon season. It's a fun time. And if you're in it and you're loving it, amazing. And if you're feeling triggered by it, 
I hope this helped. And if you're feeling like you're not good enough, I have been there. If you're feeling like you're not a runner, I have been there. And you are. If you're putting one foot in front of the other, you are a runner if you want to be. So do what feels good. If you don't, it will backfire. I know I have been there. And I just hope that everybody is able to lean into a relationship with exercise that feels good for you. And that is like my huge passion in my work. So my work as a dietitian, I have a private practice. I see clients one-on-one for nutrition counseling. And I also work with clients on creating a healthy relationship with exercise. I do have a personal trainer certification and I work with clients on setting non-aesthetic goals, finding activities they love, getting to a point of being able to work towards fitness goals and get to a place of strength and fitness that they want that is healthy, that is not overdoing it, that is fueled appropriately. So if you want to get to that point and be your healthiest self with some support, um, I have a link in the show notes to reach out and book a free call with me so we can just chat, no commitment about what that could look like. And I would love to connect with you. And otherwise, I will talk to you next time.